Hey everybody, Rwando Mia, and this is Dental Voice. We are at SmileCon 2022, and I am here with a very, very special guest. Everybody, Dr. Kelly Tanner. Dr. Tanner and I met, I don't know, I don't know, a little over a year, year and a half, maybe two years ago. And I've fallen in love with her, not only because she's an incredible person. The insight, the heart, and the passion that she brings to things is, is absolutely amazing. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. It's an honor, Rolena, <laughs> always to be with you. So what, what I want to talk to you about and what, what I believe is incredibly important right now is this. Dentistry is kind of at a phase now because we went through trauma. Okay, We're not going to talk about what happened before. And now that we're past this pandemic thing, the question that's happening is, holy cow, what's next? What's happening? Um, what, we've, what, I've, what I found out is that the reason, or not the reason, what, what's really highlighted during all this trauma is that we don't communicate very well with each other. Not only don't we communicate well with each other, we continue to kind of default back to what we've done. And then we don't understand why things aren't going well. So what I want to do and explore with you is how or what do people need to understand to get out of that paradigm yeah. that they think they're right and they're just doing it but they've not changed or they've not done anything to, to kind of evolve or communicate a different way. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And I, thank you for that question because I think even before the pandemic, it, it was an it issue. It was already there, right? It was already there. But and nobody I, talked about it. No, and it kind of like bold fonted all of the issues right, right. because people came back changed. They came back changed in a way that they... They were able to pause and explore themselves and what they truly wanted. And I think that that changed the response that they also wanted to different situations. They wanted to come back feeling supported because they felt like they were supporting the patients and what they were doing by coming back. And I think also, too, they were in a role of support additionally at home with their families and doing all the things that they're continuing to doing, but differently, right? They had to navigate through that change. So they come back a different person, different level of awareness. And now it's like, they're not putting up with what used to be. But they're operating that way and it's causing stress. Yes. Yes. And what has to change is that one, any piece of communication, John Maxwell always says this, that, you know, you, you have to seek understanding. That's the, that's the key to connection. And we're in a profession where we are in it to connect with people, our patients. And if we want to connect with each other, ideally. And so what do we have to change? We have to change the way that we have to kind of get out of our own way to say, this is the way that I've always done it. Get our ego out of the way to say, you know what? I may also be the person who's wrong here or so wait, part wait. of the problem. Wait, wait, wait. How often do you discover or do you, when you're working with your clients or working people, that these people are pointing at everybody else and they just don't fully realize that often it's them? Tell me you haven't run into people like that. Oh, you know, I mean, I don't because I work with pe for people who are <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right, right. You mean blamestorming. This is what people Blame. do. They blamestorm. Right. And, and it's really, not me. What do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm doing yeah. it. Can I you can. come in and can you fix my team? I'm like, yeah, sure. Are you part of this team? <laughs> no, it's and, there. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, but it's, it's the self-actualization of that clinician, of, of any person, any human 
to say, I could be part of this and to remain open to that, to know that you may have a blind spot in this for yourself. And to, like I was talking about yesterday on main stage, it's, you have to, you have to have like this mutual agreement among you and your team to say, this is a safe place to communicate, to do that. And how do you even get there? Because a lot of times the person who's the problem doesn't know that they're the problem and no one wants to tell them. So how do you start? I, what, what's, because it, it seems, you know, reflection or, or looking at yourself and really, really, really looking at who you are is, I feel, one of the hardest things to, anybody could ever do. Because it's, it's almost acknowledging that you're not right, you're not perfect, you need help, and that's scary for a lot of people. Well, the, so, first, the first symptom that you experience in a, in a team or between friendships or at home is that it doesn't feel good. Something doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. then I think that's your first indicator because if it doesn't feel good, it's not good. If it feels good, it probably is. So when I experience that with teams, or when I'm saying, "Okay, so how is everything? Is everything going smoothly for you? Is it? Are you guys good? Like, what would you change?" And it's no, 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 it's good. It's like, well, is it really? And so you have to first acknowledge that something is not okay, and then what can what can you or how can you be a part of that change that you're seeking? What see, can you and how can you? And it starts there with a simple question. See, change it. Change is one of the most difficult things you have to do. When it's about yourself, you now make it even harder. And then now you're having to basically represent that, wait, I'm not right. That, that's hard, right? Well, it's not about being right. It's about collaborating. The co meaning together, collaborating together. And if you want any relationship with anybody in your life, it can't be all about you, <laughs> right? Uh, you're not going to have many friends. And so the first thing is to acknowledge that something is not going well and to say, could it be that I'm part of that? And what could I do to help solve this? So just like you say all the time, Orlando, you can't go into something and expect that you have the answer. You have to ask your team. You have to say, what is it that we can do differently? Because we don't know the answer. They know the answer. They know how they're feeling. But to go in to say, how can I better support you? Because I'm sensing that something isn't, something's out of whack, out of alignment with our team. So there, you said something that, that I'm <clears throat> kind of resonating with, <clears throat> sensing, feeling. It's, it's interesting. When, when, when you interact with people, there's this business versus personal. And sensing or feeling seems personal. How do you, how do you convince people that you have to have both when you're working in, a, in an environment, a business environment, a dental practice. How do, you have, well, how do you convince people that they have to have both? Well, if you work with people, you have to be able to have empathy in order to step outside of yourself to understand what someone else may want or need. That's any relationship. So it's personal development. It's personal honing of those skills because you can build emotional intelligence. IQ can't be changed. IQ is, you're born with your IQ. And your EQ or your EI can be changed. And so you hone in on those skills. There's specific training. There's different ways to do it. Oh, wait, wait. Can you do it by yourself or do you, you need can. help? You, you can. can. You can. So, like, for instance, with Next Level Dental Hygiene, we offer um, emotional intelligence assessments also for, for DISC as well and driving forces. You can order one of these assessments. And in each area, each quadrant, where it's telling you your score... Because it compares you to all the other people who've ever taken this to say, okay, here's the energy line. And anything above that or below that is where you resonate. If, resonate. if you're above it, 
you're cool. You're in that higher range. But if you're below it, you're struggling. You're, you could be struggling. And are these symptoms of your of your environment? This is probably what's, what you're, what's going on in your life. So it's a nice metric for, because it's a piece of paper that ends up telling you what See, you but, could be experiencing. But so here, here's the thing, and this is the piece that I, I, I want to understand. You know, how many people want to work out, right? And they read stuff and they say, hey, look at this. You got to do this, this, and this. But they never do. Because it's hard. It's difficult when it's about you. So how, do, how, how, how can you help people overcome that? Because <clears throat> you got to eat better. Yeah, I know. But you don't. You got to work out. I know. You got to get more rest. You got to do all this. So it seems like or I feel that there's this things that's stopping people because people continue to be very mired in the way they've done things. People continue to get stuck. People continue to be fearful of engaging with their their owner dentist because of, the, uh, of retribution. I don't know. So wh what advice? How, how do you get past that? So all of those things are helpful. Yeah. I, I think in any change that any of us make in our lives, we get tired of our own crap. <laughs> right? It's right. like, I'm not you doing feel. this anymore. I, my pants don't fit. My... <laughs> I want to look better. I think you're talking about me. I, no, 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 I'm not. It's, I, I'm, I'm tired of my team being this way. I'm tired of the patients leaving. I'm tired of people leaving and vacating and showing up late for work. What is it about that that you want to change? Now, if you recognize it, that's awesome. You know, that's the first step is recognizing it. And then the second, what it comes back to the two questions. What, is, what are you going to do and how are you going to do it? You know, what do you already have there it seems for you? So, but it seems so simple. So how did, how said, how does one start that? That's the piece I'm, I think is really yeah. important because it's almost like you have to take that first step. And then once you get there, then all of a sudden you start building momentum. What advice or what, what insight can you share with people about taking that first step? How do you get to the, the next Well, step? acknowledge, well, first of all, it, it, and it, this sounds like it's not a step, but it is. But if it's if it doesn't feel good, it's probably not. And what is that that's not feeling good about that? Is it a you problem or is it a, could it be you? Is it everything else? Them. It's always them. Could it be triggering something in you? Because when we have a response to anything, yeah. it's when we have a response, it's triggering something in us that doesn't align with our belief system. So when you ask someone else to do something else, you're asking them to question what it is that they believe. And that's hard. And that can be hard for other people. So it's about how you go about it with other people and how it is that you're engaging in that conversation. So I'm, I'm giving you answers, but I'm not making it like cookie cutter because it's, 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 not. it's a complex issue. But to first have self-awareness to know that something's not right. The second, what is it that you can do about it or that you will? Yeah. And then third, go to the source to say, how can I and what can I do? Those are the three simple steps to start anything. Think about... Your marriage. That not that you're ever wrong. <laughs> not that you are ever wrong. But when there when you're sensing that something isn't right, that maybe you've had a disagreement and it's lingering, what do you do? You, you talk about it. You talk about it. You go to that individual. You don't allow it to create drama. You don't call everybody to resolve the issue. It, this is between you See, and the other person. But that's personal. This is business. Oh, it's all personal. <laughs> oh, it's all personal. And then two even helping your team, even helping your team understand their own self-awareness and 
it's not a CE that checks the box, right? 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 Because it's not about patient care and, and filling teeth and drilling and checking off the boxes and instrument and sharpening. Sure yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about that, but it's about how are they growing? How could they grow personally as an individual that would then benefit also the team? Because when you grow someone personally something you've given them that's a gift you've given them because it affects them at home it affects that ripple effect of them who they are and how they do and their identity and then so then they start to change and they start to be the change they want to see in the world essentially i know i know this yeah. is mind-blowing so doctors invest in your team to send them to whatever you know personal awareness um you know, how to overcome conflicts, how to find their true north. And it's not going to take them away from the doctor. It's going to help them lean into their giftings and to their skill sets. It's not a, it's not something that I know, I know it seems, it seems sort of counterintuitive, but back to answering your first question, what changed, what changed during COVID? What changed? What, what was it that we even wanted before that was this, we want connection. Connection. Yeah. See, the, 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 the context of what you're saying, at some level, is scary as crap. And I think that's part of why, you know, it, it, it's always easier to just do what you've always been doing. Mm. Right? And I think that's part of what, what we need. And definitely COVID brought that up. The fact that people are leaving in droves. The fact that people are, are finally just saying, you know what? I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm done. And then now people are starting to wonder, wait a minute, is it something I did or not? Let me ask you this, and, and this, is, this is something. Everybody needs to participate. How do you get everyone to participate? Because it can't just be you or the doctor or a person trying to drive that change, trying to be a talus. How do you drive or how do you get the engagement of everybody? Because for me, that seems to be one of the biggest issues. Because there's always someone in the back going, is I am, right? Or... Sure, sure, I'll go through it, but I know it's not going to work. Think about any soccer team, any football team. How you do watched they, Ted Lasso, didn't you? How do they? I did. I love Ted Lasso. <laughs> Why are they there? They're there to win. They're there for mutual interest. They're there for a vision. They're all there to fulfill the team's vision, their practice's vision. This is who we are and how we do. And to get that personal fulfillment, that connection, because you don't, you don't communicate to just communicate. You communicate to connect with the intention. So how do you get everybody doing the same thing? Well, everybody's going to want to do the same thing. And you, and you co-create it. You co-create. You bring everybody together and say, if this is what we're working for, how do we get there? And what are the habits of that high-performance team? How do you, what's your awareness need to be like to grow and, to, and be mutually invested in this goal that we have together because you're, we're together because you chose to be employed here and we love you. We love each other. You know, we're doing, we're doing all the things for our patients because we're aligned in that way. But then how are we going to do this together? And you come up with it. You co-create it together. So what do you do when you find a person who doesn't or is quite resistant or just says no? Um, so I would, I would just ask him, ask them maybe what doesn't feel good about it. Just say... Perhaps they're withdrawn. So there's different kinds of followership. You guys, this is a whole lecture topic on leadership versus followership. It's absolutely mind-boggling how we're all followers and we're yeah. all leaders because you were born a follower and then you become a leader. You, step and you have to be a good follower to be a leader. You do. And you have to step back to step up. So perhaps the individual is stepping back 
and observing because people learn different, but there's that person's called an isolate. They're isolating themselves in the dimensions of followership. So when they step back, they're part, so, so part of the team, but they're observing. They're trying to figure out where they fit in and if they're still aligning with where they think that they could. And so it takes a conversation of, I'm noticing at these teams. You're stepping back. That, that maybe you're not as engaged. And how can I help you? How can I support you where you are? And you can't. You can't. Okay. Is there anything about what we're currently doing that doesn't align with your with your values? I don't know. Okay. Um, do you like working here? Yeah. Okay. What do you like best about working here? I get paid. Okay. What do people always say about you? Like, if you were to ask your friends three three things that they would say about you, what would they say about you? So it sounds like you, you're forcing self-actualization with yes. person. Yes. And you can't relinquish or rel you have to be relentless in doing that. Yes. Otherwise, they'll just block you off and yes. give you those non-answers. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's just a that. So yeah. I see. So, so you're engaging. You're, you're, you're engaging to connect, to understand, to create understanding. And perhaps sometimes they, they come across and they say, you know what, this isn't the right fit. And it's just like, I acknowledge then, that and I respect that about you. And then, man, you've dodged a bullet. <laughs> right? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah that's Sometimes true. because that can cause a lot of drama in the office. So that that's my long-winded answer, but it's it, it seems oversimplified, Rolando. But no, it's, no, it's, no. It's because it gets, it gets into aspects of engagement that are uncomfortable, that require courage, that require uh, a strength or a fortitude. And it, 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 people have to be reminded of it. And I think that's why I resonate with the, the commentary and the kind of the perspective that you have, which is pretty cool. So you, you mentioned it before. I'd like to, if you were to share with, with people listening to this, how to start. What's the one thing they need to do to start? As a practice owner, who, who would you... As a practice owner. Okay. Ask your team what... I would go call a meeting and say, Hey, want to, I, I want to hear what you have to say. What can we do as a team to make things better? And do you do that as a group or yeah. do you do that individually? Yeah. And, and just say, if you're not comfortable in this environment right now, come talk to me. Write it down. Write it anonymously. Put it on my desk. Type it up. Get the input, and then, and then solve it around it. To so start them. by asking the question. Start by asking the question. And have the courage, and the the ability to do that. Yes. And don't put it. Don't hold. Yeah, back. it's that easy. And that difficult. And that hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If people wanted to reach out to you, if people wanted to ask you questions, if people wanted to get into more inside how could they get in contact with you yes thank you for the question um you can find me next level dh also i'm in the empowered community with zyrus and we're going to be engaging a lot there about the leader shift that's happening leader in shift. dentistry and it's about the people you guys it's always been about the people so reach out on instagram next level dh and um would love to work with you love to give you advice thank you so much for having me on today. thank you so much for joining and i really appreciate it i have a lot of respect for and, and really appreciate the things that you do and Really appreciate you spending time with us here. So, yes. hey, folks, if that's something you're looking for, please ask Dr. Kelly Tanner. We'll see you guys later. Okay, Thank you. Bye.